Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com. Rivers of Living Water is here to turn our thirsty world into a Garden of Eden, freely pouring out the Word of God to our desolate world. Now, here's your host, Howard Eugene Wright. Welcome to Rivers of Living Water. We're very glad to have you with us today. We're going to be talking about relationships. And as I've been telling you on the different socials, we're going to start out with environment. Uh, environment is what's around us. We first have our bodies, don't we? We're made up of body, soul, and spirit. But we're one unique person. So uh, we're not three people, we're one. But we have these three different areas that relate in certain ways. So in the environment, we know we need to have food. We need to have uh, rest. We need these various things that are environmental. So this is our uh, first thing we are going to be talking about. And then the second thing is social. We are individuals that have to live with other people. And then the last thing we're going to be talking about is spiritual. And so we have relationship with God as well as with people. So these are the three areas that we'll be discussing today. And uh, I trust that uh, you will enjoy this. And and as usual, you're, uh, we will let you uh, call in. And so you'll, you'll see the number on, on the screen to, to call in and use that number and, and call in anytime you want to, to share your experiences with us today. So we do have, uh, environment. We do need to eat, don't we? Regardless of who we are, we, we've got to have some food and, then we need some rest, as we said, and and then we we need uh, exercise and these various things that enable us to cope with our environment. Can't be too hot or too cold. It's got to be right at the right temperature and things like this. So you know the Lord talked to us about having being content when we have uh, food to eat and have clothing to wear and a place to stay. Um, and these are all environmental things that we have to attend to. So environment is our first thing that we're uh, looking at. And one thing I want to talk to you as far as environment is concerned is eating. We, we all have to eat, but we have to be careful what we eat. We can eat the wrong things. If we eat things that they don't give us health, then naturally we're going to be sick. And so we need to think about eating. What's the, the best food that we can eat? This uh, is going to be different to you, I'm sure, as I, I'm talking about this. But my wife and I have been doing this for over 10 years now. And so I know it works. It works fine. It works very nice. 
but it's not your standard American diet that I'm going to be talking to you about at this present time. This is uh, something that's going to help you to be in better health. And it isn't just eating. We'll be talking about other things as far as health is concerned. But um, if you want to have life, you have to take of life, don't you? So first thing, you've got to eat raw food. Um, I'm not talking about eating raw fish and things like that. But the, the food uh, has to be raw and it should be organic as much as possible. When you're eating your food, you should be relaxed. You know, you know about these things. But um, so the, the food should be raw. Uh, it should be as natural as possible and organic if possible. And then it should be vegetables, fruits, nuts, spices, things like this. So uh, you can do about anything with, with uh, this kind of a diet that I'm talking to you about that you can do with a, a standard American diet. You can do pizzas, you can do pies, you can do cakes if you like things like that. You can do a salad. Um, there are all kinds of books that you can find in, in health food stores that will help you to set up the menus and, and things like this. So these are things that, that uh, I'm talking about. And where do we get this from? Well, I wasn't feeling too well, and so I was looking to find out uh, what I could get some help with. And I went back to the Bible, and as as uh, a Christian, that's where I usually try, I try to find my information from. And the Bible tells us that people at the beginning ate just exactly what I'm talking to you about. When we cook food, we kill it. And the more you cook it, the deader it is. And so it takes more energy for you to digest that kind of food, and you hope that you get something out of it. But when you take raw food, vegetables, fruits, these, these uh, raw things, and, and you eat those, uh, it doesn't take as much to satisfy your hunger, and you have more energy, and these kind of things. I'm 75 years old, but I can go out and walk. Uh, the other day I walked eight miles, and I've been known to walk as, as much as 16 miles, and yet uh, just do fine. I don't get wore out or things like that. Yesterday I was doing a lot of different kinds of work and and didn't wear me out all that much. So it makes a lot of difference when you put the right kind of foods in you. You know, people said it doesn't make any difference what you eat, it's what eats you. Well, that's only half a truth. And naturally, if you got things that are eating you, I mean, problems and burdens and things like that, that's not going to help you either. And so this is part of the environment that we want to talk about as well is 
the attitude we have toward our environment can make a lot of difference. We can kind of squeeze things into the way we want them to be and uh, not natural, you know, and really frustrate ourselves. But we need to just to do what is the best for us, and that is to stay as close to the natural things as you can. So this is the environment that I'm talking about. Uh, environment also can be attitudes. What is the attitude that you have toward life? Do you think that life is just giving you a raw deal? Well, if you feel that way about it, it probably will be pretty hard. And if you're trying to think things out all at once, you know, um, there's a little saying that says, life is hard if that life is done by the yard. But life is a cinch if you do it by the inch. And the Lord said something like that. He said, don't worry about tomorrow. It'll take care of itself. Just take life as it comes. And if you'll take it as it comes and try to, don't try to second guess uh, what is happening, you know, what's going to happen and all these kind of things. But just take your environment that you have and make the best of what you have. Some of us have more material things than others, and, and material things are not always going to help us. So that's part of our environment, isn't it? It's taking these material things, um, money, and, and maybe some people have a better house than others and things like that. But that's not really what's going to keep you content. If, if you're frustrated today, uh, look around and ask yourself, am I trying to do too much at one time? Just take the saying that life is a cinch if we do it by the inch. So take life and, and do it by the inch. Take, take it as it comes and, and that will help you a lot as well. So we see that, that, um, you know, we, we can do these kind of things. It's not impossible, but we get ourselves in a rut sometimes and, and we're doing things a certain way and we keep doing them that way. And one person said, that if you keep doing things the same way, you can expect the same results. So sometimes you've got to kind of step out of the mold and get into a new way of doing things in order to improve your environment. We, you know, environment is, it's different. In some climates, it's really cold and some it's, uh, you know, kind of warm and different things like that. And we have uh, different uh, terrain and we come from different cultures and, and all of these kind of things. And so when we, we do this, we, we realize that, um, life is just that way. We, we have to kind of take it, but we, we can't stay in the same thing. And one of the nice things about life, we can advance. We don't have to stay in the same place. We can, uh, do some new things, make a big difference. Just a, a few little things will will make a, a lot of difference in our lives. And so if we'll just be willing to make these changes in our environment, in our 
physical will be better. Health is very important. If we don't have health, a lot of other things are not going to really make that much difference. So being in good health, and that includes also a number of other things. We've talked about rest. You need uh, proper sunshine. You need some exercise. You need uh, knowledge of things. uh, And you need to be willing to uh, take that knowledge that you've got and, and put it into action and there has to be some uh, waste removal and then you have to have a right relationship with others and that's what we're going to be talking about in our next segment is uh, the social part and so this is uh, Howard Eugene Wright and and uh, you're listening to Rivers of Living Water and so we're taking our break at this time. Now, more Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com with your host, Howard Wright. Welcome back to Rivers of Living Water. Appreciate you staying with us. And so this is uh, our second segment, and we're going to talk about the social side of our lives. We've talked about the environment and how that we have to do certain things in eating and resting and exercise and and these various things. We need plenty of pure water, don't we? Not polluted and, and various things like this. But then we have our social side. This is our inner relation, our relationships with other people. And um, we have a wide variety of, of how people are taught to relate with others. Some people think, you know, that, that they're a little better than everyone else, and, and so they just kind of uh, want to rule over everyone and, and these kind of things. And But this is not the kind of uh, social relationship that's really going to bring what we really need, and that is that we work with other people, we we help our neighbors, we, we help those that are uh, close to us, and and even our enemies, we, the Bible tells us that we're to love our enemies. And that means that we are wishing good, even for those that are harming us, that are uh, trying to maybe even do us in. Maybe looking at us and thinking that we're kind of an odd creature and they don't need us and they might even try to get rid of us. There's a lot of things like that happening in today. And, and a lot of it, is sad to say, is in the name of religion. We... We, you know, we get mixed up and we, we think, well, mine's better than anyone else's. And so um, anyone that doesn't believe exactly like I do will cut off his head or whatever, you know, and um, blow him up with dynamite or, uh, you know, things like that that we, we have. But this is not the kind of relationship that's going to really help our society, going to help us, going to help our world. We need a relationship that will uh, be looking out for the good of others. The Bible tells us in honor preferring one another. So if we prefer one another's uh, best interests, then uh, we can find that the Lord will give us what we need as well. 
Bible tells us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then he'll add all these other things to it. And so our, our social life is between other people. And in being that way, we, we want to help other people. We want to look at ways that we can be a, a blessing and an encouragement to others. The Bible is full of things like that, telling us just how to help one another, telling us what to do together. And I think in our last segment, what we're going to do, we're going to take some Bible verses and we're going to ask ourselves, is this environmental? Is this uh, social? Is this spiritual? But in this segment, uh, spiritual uh, will be next. But uh, social, our social lives have got to be in such a way that we help other people. When we help others, we're going to be helped. The Bible tells us that we reap what we sow. If we sow discord and and uh, anger and and selfishness and these kind of things in our society and and that uh, everyone's supposed to take care of us, you know, there's a lot of that. People not taking responsibility for their uh, what they're supposed to be doing, and they think everyone else should be taking care of them. Probably a lot of us would be better off if we wasn't on Social Security. I'm not Social Security, but if we wasn't on some of the social programs. Social Security is a little different, but we paid into that, didn't we? But uh, a lot of the social programs that we have encourage people to be lazy. And one of the things in our social lives, we need to be diligent. We need to be uh, working hard at, you know, having our own job, taking care of ourselves, not expecting everyone else to take care of us. That might be, that would be something that would be very helpful to us. Each one of us doing our part, and in doing that, when we all work together, then we'll find that things will work a lot better for us. A lot of our frustration is we think we're not getting what we deserve. And I learned something back some time ago. We're all the time thinking people, you know, are taking, they're taking advantage of us. I found out that if you give people the advantage, then you don't have to worry about them taking it from you. So give people advantage. Don't be afraid to Get out there and just do everything you can to make life easier for everyone else. And if you do that, it's kind of like I said, you reap what you sow. So if you go out there and you're uh, heaping up things that's going to be an encouragement and a blessing to others, then you're going to find out that that will come back to you. The Bible also teaches us it's more blessed to give than to receive. So if we give and just keep giving then we're going to get back because the Bible also tells us that if we'll give, then it will be given to us, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Will men give to you? Women will give it to you as well. You know, people will give it to you if you'll give it. It's amazing how it works that, you know, you think just the opposite. You would think that, well, if I give everything away, then I don't have anything. But the amazing thing is, if you will give, if you'll just open up and start giving, 
I used to be a bit depressed. And I'd go out and walk around my block, and by the time I come back, I thought that I was doing pretty good because there's always someone that's worse off than you are. You you think, well, my problem is so bad that that I just don't know how to handle it. Maybe what you need to do is get out of the house, get out of the environment you're in, take a walk, look at some other people, realize that maybe your situation isn't quite as bad as you think it is, that there's a, people that have a lot worse problems than you do. So maybe not. Maybe yours is the worst. But even if it's the worst, I heard one expression, take a lemon and make lemonade out of it. So the worst things in life can be made into the best things. And the Bible teaches us again that all things work together for good to those that love the Lord. So everything can work together. I had a friend once, he said he was a young fellow, and and, uh, I guess he had some family as well, and his mother made a chocolate cake. And so they decided to check out the ingredients, and they went through eating the lard. Well, that didn't taste too good, and and the various things that went into the cake, and it just didn't seem to... And so he said, Mom, this cake is not going to taste too well. But then... She put, stirred it all together, put it in the oven, and brought it out, and and that cake tastes very good. So, you know, we, we think sometimes that we've had a raw deal. Well, take that raw deal and make something out of it. People throughout ages have had the worst problems and have taken those problems and made the best out of them. I don't know if you know about Jimmy Durante, but he had, he had a kind of an extra big nose. And he, you know, he didn't worry about that. He just made something out of it and became famous. And so we can take things and, and we can think, well, you know, that, that this is going to be, uh, really hard for us, but we can, we can take those things and make the best out of them and be innovative there. Be kind of, Look at it, you know, and, and think about it and, and see what you can do with it. I'm, everything that looks bad can be taken and made something good out of it. And it all depends on how we work with other people. If we think that everyone's our enemy, then they will be. But if we think everyone is our friend, you might be surprised the friends that you have out there that you don't know about. Make friends with people. Don't just be in yourself, uh, pull into your shell and, and you know, or say, stop the world, I, I want to get off and things like this. No, go out there and make friends. Make real friends. Have some real relationships, not just Sunday friends. You know, at church, you see them at church and shake hands with them. You don't see them the rest of the time and, and these kind of things. But make really good friends. And one of those is in your family. Make your family not a, a mad house, but make it a glad house. Work together in your family. Work with your your people in your family. Your, remember that your mother and father have a big responsibility to raise up the family. So if your children, uh, work with your mother and father. 
and pay attention to what they say and things like this. But make your family a haven. You can do that. That's your closest uh, relationship you'll have on a social level. Learn how to live socially in your family so when you go out, you can be a real uh, help to them. So, um, I mean, a real help to other people by learning in your family how to get along with each other and how to work with one another and make your family a, a blessed time, a, something that you look forward to being with, someone that you really love and appreciate. Appreciation is something, too. Being thankful in a, a social setting, be thankful for what people do for you. And sometimes we ought to be thankful that they're a little hard on us because they really might be thinking about our best interest. And so evaluate things in the light that how is this not only going to help me, but how is this going to help other people as well? We're not just an island of ourselves. We need to we need to just uh, open up our our hearts and lives to other people around us and enjoy people. Enjoy um, those that are around you. You know we're all different, aren't we? So let's let's just uh, do the best we can with this. Now, we're ready for another break. I'm Howard Eugene Wright, and you're listening to Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com. Welcome back to Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com. Here's your host, Howard Eugene Wright. Thank you for joining with us today. We're very happy to have you and uh, trust that what we're saying is going to be a help to you. There's so many things about this. We could take this for a number of of weeks and uh, just scratch the surface, but that's not what we want to do. We want to give you a little bit, and then you can go and look up things and find out more about it. There's plenty of places that you can get the information that you need to d- today. We have the Internet. All you need to do is go in and type su- uh, certain things that you want, and you can find these. And so what I'm talking to you about today is not something new. It isn't something that's come out of the, the blue, as they, they would say, but... These are things that have been tried and tested, and they work down through the generations. It's not anything that that uh, I've dreamed up. Uh, these things have been around for a long time, and they've done a lot of good for a lot of people. Some societies know more about these than others do, and so we know that uh, through uh, these are things that can really well help us. Now, the spiritual side of life that, you know, it seems like that everything is secularized today, doesn't it? And some people want to throw God out of this and that and the other. But God's the one that created us to function in a certain way. And so the closer we are to God and the 
the more we do what God wants us to do, the more happy we're going to be, the more joyful we're going to be, the better it's going to be for us, better for those around us, and the better it is for those around us, then it's going to work the other way around, you see. So we need to look at the spiritual. Now, the spiritual life has to start out with a right relationship with God. And if we don't have that right relationship with the God, there's a lot of gods around, you know, that that we would like to call God, and, and anything that we worship is a God to us. And that might be anything from a bottle of beer to you-know-what. There's a number of things that we can let Lord over us. We can let people rule over us. We can let circumstances get us down. And rather than riding on the circumstances, we can be burdened under the circumstances. The circumstances can be a monkey on our back or or it can be a, a friend to us. And like we said in the other part of the presentation today, we, we're... Um, we life is what we make out of it. And that's the same way with our spiritual life. It's what we make out of it. It's what we're willing to put into it. And we can't get anything out of it if we don't put anything into it. And so actually the spiritual life is what everything else flows through. If we don't have our spiritual life right, then all the other things are going to not be right either. It focuses on our spiritual life. So when we want to do away with our spiritual life, we want to do away with God. We don't want the Ten Commandments in our schools. We don't want the Bible around. We we want to trash the Bible. And, you know, the the person that started this out, uh, I saw an article in, in this person's uh, magazine that was put out, and, and it was trash the Bible. And years later, they found this person cut up in pieces. The Bible goes on. The Bible is a book that will be here a long time after we're gone. Tyrants have tried to do away with it. People have tried to ignore it and everything else. But the Bible is really our operation manual. And that's where we find out our spiritual life. That's where we find out how to live our spiritual life and the relationships that we need within our spiritual life. But the spiritual life flows over into our other areas. It's not just a segment by itself. We, You know, we get right with God, and then we go out there in some kind of a distant place, and, and we enjoy the blessings of God all the time. We pray, we're praying constantly, and the Bible tells us to pray without ceasing, so we ought to be in connection with God, and and he also says if if uh, his word abides in us and we abide in him, we can ask what we want, and he'll do it. And these kind of things that, you know, it's all there in God's word, the Bible. So the first thing, I think, in the spiritual life, you need to get a new interest in the word of God, which is the Bible, the Judeo- Christian Bible. It it tells us how to live a life with God, a life with others, how to respond to our environment, and all of these things are put in God's Word. And this next segment that we're going to be doing 
uh, we're going to take some scriptures in the Bible and we're going to ask ourselves, are these environmental, are these social, are these spiritual, Are they? do they all fit together? You might be surprised what we find out in this last segment. But in order for us to have a right relationship with God, it's just like a social relationship. If you're going out there and, and fighting your neighbor, you can't have a very good relationship there. And if you're fighting God, you're not going to be able to have a very good relationship. Well, people say, well, I can't see God, so how do I know that he even exists? Just look at the things all around you. Look at yourself. Look how you've been put together. Look at creation. And you'll, you'll know that there's a God out there. And he's not only out there, he's willing to be a part of our lives. He wants to be a part of our lives. So... The spiritual side starts out with a relationship with God that's a loving relationship. Jesus was asked one time, what are the greatest commandments? And he said, the first one is to love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And so loving God is the first thing that we do. But you know there's something inside of us that kind of tears away at that idea and thinks, I don't need God. I can do this by myself. I don't need people. And it never works out when we do that kind of thing. We do need God. We need Him more today than ever. We think with all of our uh, different inventions and all of our things that we know that we can kind of handle this ourselves. Back there a few years, there was a group of people said we don't have a deity to save us, we got to save ourselves. And look at the mess we got ourselves in by trying to save ourselves. God is looking at us and and He's longing. He wants to do things for us that will enable us to really live happily. And that's what Rivers of Living Water is all about, is, is for these rivers of living water to come out from you to come into you and to give you a life of love and joy and peace and all of this fruit of the Spirit, which is the rivers of living water we're talking about. But it all starts with a relationship with God that's a loving relationship. Regardless of how hard we try in our own strength, we'll never be able to accomplish this because there's something inside of us that says, I don't need God, I don't want God. And that's called the flesh. And the Bible tells us that if we are just following the flesh life, then we're an enemy of God. So God is our enemy if all we're trying to do is just get by in life without him. But if we really want to be close to God, then we're going to have to think about the sin problem that we have. And everyone has this. The Bible also tells us that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So, And none's righteous, no, not one. And all we like sheep have gone astray. We've all turned to our own way. And it doesn't take us very long to figure that out. Just look at a little child. Look how selfish that little child is. doesn't make any difference if, if uh, the mother and father are trying to get some rest at 3 o'clock in the morning. If that little child needs help, it's going to start crying. And uh, some of them may not be that way, but 99.9% of them would be. 
So um, we're basically selfish. We want to do it ourselves. And then we can go to the other extreme and want everyone else to do it for us. And that's not right either. And we want God to do everything for us. Well, God has made us in such a way that, that he'll work with us. The Bible also tells us that we're workers together with God. He'll work with us and he will help us if we're willing to just let him do so. The Bible also tells us to lean not to our own understanding in all of our ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct our paths. He always directs our paths in the right way. God is with us right now, but we need to acknowledge him, and so we turn from this sinful, selfish way, and we just say, Lord, here I am, God of the universe, here I am, and just take my life and use it any way you want. And amazingly, when you are willing to give yourself completely to the Lord, that's when you're really free. You're really free when you're willing to let God have everything and let him work in your life. You see, he created us, and so he knows how to take care of us, doesn't he? So that's what we need to be thinking about in our spiritual life, is getting a right relationship with God, which will carry over into our um, life with other people and with the environment that we live in. It will all work together, which we're going to find that out in our next segment. We we want you to call in from time to time, and we're coming pretty close to a break another um, minute or so here. But we just want you to know that... that uh, God is on the throne. He loves you. He wants to have a relationship with you. And if you're willing to let him do it his way, you'll find out that there's great results that can be done for you. So I just want to encourage you to let go of your own selfish ways. Come to God today. Accept him as your own personal savior. Let him save you from that life of, of sin, that life of selfishness, and let him come in and, and bless you with uh, a new life in Christ Jesus. The Bible tells us that when we do this, we become new creatures in Christ Jesus. Old things pass away and all things have become new. This is a wonderful experience that you can only know about as you're willing to let God have his way with you. We're coming up on our next break, and so we. this is Howard Eugene Wright, and you're listening to Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com. Let's get back to Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com. Here's your host, Howard Eugene Wright. I trust that what we're saying to you today is a big help to you. We're just kind of scratching the surface of what needs to be done, but it seems like the time is going rather quickly, doesn't it? But we've gone through with the the uh, environment. We've talked a little about uh, social, and we talked a little about the spiritual. And as I promised you, we're going to... I got my Bible here, and we're going to 
take uh, some of these scriptures that are in the Bible. There's a lot of lists in the Bible. These these uh, kind of give us instructions on what to do. Now, we can do all these things on a list and still be far from what we need to be, but these are kind of things that we would be doing when we have the right spiritual life, the right social life. We're taking the right attitude toward our environment and and uh, these kind of things. Then these lists kind of give you guidelines, kind of show you the kind of life that you'd be living, what you'd be doing. And so the first thing I'm going to do is take Romans chapter 12. So got my Bible here beside me. So you see me looking over at the side, you know that I'm reading the different Bible verses from my Bible. But it's, the Romans 12 starts out with, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That's the first two verses of Romans 12. And you notice it starts out with what we talked about, a right relationship with God. So... We present our bodies, that's our environmental part, but it also, when it's talking about bodies here, it's talking about the whole being. So you see, we're not just divided up into sections, but it says, present your bodies a living sacrifice. Now, before we repent of our sins and let Jesus be our Savior and accept Him by faith and the things that we've been talking about in the past, before we can uh, do that, you know, before we can have that kind of a life, we're dead in trespasses and sins. So we're not dead. But once you've allowed God to come into your life and he gives you a new life in Christ Jesus, then you are alive. So present your body a living sacrifice. People don't want to talk about sacrifice. They, you know, they think, oh, no, I, I want as much out of life as I can get. But the thing is, if you're willing to sacrifice some things, you can have a lot more. If you're willing to give up some of the things that aren't doing you any good anyhow, then you'll get a lot of things that will do you good. But it, it says, give yourself a living sacrifice. This is acceptable with God. This is what really pleases God. It's when you're willing to give yourself with that kind of a, of a life, that you're willing to be uh, a living sacrifice, for God and for others. And this is your reasonable service. Look at what God has done for us. Look at what people have done for us. And so isn't it kind of reasonable that we would give back what has been given to us? We can never give back everything that God has done for us, regardless of how hard we try. And then it says, not to be conformed to this world. That's talking about the way that the normal people think that don't know God. That's what the world is in the Bible. It's people that don't know the God and they've organized themselves into different systems and things that, that are against God. So it says not to be conformed to that. Don't be let that press you into its mold. But it says be transformed. It's interesting. This word transform is where we get our word metamorphosis from. And you know what metamorphosis is. You take a worm, he's out there eating everything he can, he seems never, his appetite is just, you know, just chewing up leaves, whatever. And that worm 
goes into a cocoon and comes out a butterfly, something entirely different. So don't be conformed to the world, the world's system of doing things. Be willing to step out and be different. People that love God are different, not just for difference sake. You don't have to uh, kind of paint yourself up and that kind of a thing, but just be different. Be willing to be different. And then it says, be transformed. That's where it all starts at. God transforms us. He turns us away from the darkness of our life and puts us into the light, the real light, the light of God, and says, be renewed in your mind. We need to be renewed in our mind. So let God do that for us. And then the next thing it says, it says that, uh, for I say, through the grace given to me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. So, uh, don't think you know it all. I don't. I don't think you do either. I've been a Christian for, like I've told you, 57 years, and yet I still like, I feel like sometimes I'm still in kindergarten. About the time I think I got it all together, I find something else that I need to know. And it's, it's wonderful, you know, regardless of how old you are, and I'm 75, I, I just, uh, am, these are some of the best days of my life, realizing that I don't know everything. You don't know everything. I don't have it totally together in some things. I don't even know what they are yet. But I'm learning every day, and I'm willing to learn new things, and that's what we need to do. But being transformed, being renewed, being renewed in our mind, uh, the mind of Christ in us, thinking like Jesus thought when he walked upon the earth. And you can find that out by reading the first four books of, of the New Testament. But let God transform your mind, and then you won't be thinking, boy, I'm really great. Aren't you glad that you had me, Lord? Anyone that gets up before God and, and starts bragging on how great and wonderful they are, they don't get very far. It's the people that are willing to humble themselves under the mighty hand of God so that he can lift them up that are really going to get somewhere. So um, don't think high-minded. Don't think that you know it all. But think soberly. I don't mean by that that you don't get drunk, you know, but this is not talking about drunk and being sober and that kind of thing. This is talking about just keep your mind open to God and look around you and see the new things that God has for you. So and then it, it goes on to say that we, we have many members in one body and all those members uh, don't have the same function. And so you notice that the body doesn't just have one function. It's not one big ear, not a right foot or left foot or something like that, but the body works together. And 
we need to work together as well in our society and and with the Lord and and things like this. And I haven't talked to you about a lot of things like uh, going to church and and reading your Bible and and praying and and these things you'll you'll catch on to rather quickly when you really get yourself right with God. This a lot of this just kind of falls into place, and so. Um, that's another thing that you need to think about is is not being willing to give and take. Now there are conf- there are some things that we believe in and we don't compromise those. Don't compromise your convictions, your God-given convictions. You hang on to those. If a person that falls that doesn't hold on to something that doesn't stand for something will fall for anything. Don't be that way about it, but be willing to examine things and look at them in the light of God's Word and, and what God would want for you and, and in the betterment of society and, and these kind of things that I'm talking about. And then it says, let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil and cleave to that which is good. Uh, hold on to that which is good. So, there are some good things in life and there are some bad things in life. It's not all equal. We can talk about diversity as long as we want to. And diversity a lot of times is allowing perversity. And that we can't do. And, and you know, like I said, if we don't stand for something, we'll fall for anything. And a lot of people have gone there and done that. And it's a, a sad situation indeed. You know, we're just getting started on this, and it's it's about time for us to to stop. I see, and it you know, it's just it's just amazing how fast things go. But let me give you some scripture that you can look at and and maybe get some help from. So Romans twelve is one of those. Galatians five nineteen to twenty six, Ephesians four, First Thessalonians five eleven to twenty eight. And, and there's a number of other lists like that that enables you to kind of look at what is going on in your life and look at what is uh, happening in these different things and see if they line up. And if they don't, start praying and believing God, and God will definitely take care of you. But um, we haven't been able to go through a lot of these, but... Maybe next week we can pick up and look at some of these things. We'll see how things go between now and next Tuesday. So join us next Tuesday at the same time and same place. And thank you for being a part of us. And this is Howard Eugene Wright, and you're listening to Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com. <laughs>